and the deaths of 10 tunnel construction workers in India. Currently, afternoon good evening it's back to g money in Wustein. happy sunday happy monday happy whatever ah, how's everybody doing it's beautiful outside today gorgeous um Wustein will be in he's uh on assignment you know run a little late but uh he will be here so you know we'll start the fucking thing off today with a little bit of escape and uh Hopefully that'll walk him right in the door. We'll see. All right. Here's a little more uh, cheap trick. your Christmas shopping yet? Worried about where the money's coming from? Want to get away from it all? We offer you Escape. He was seated around a green felt table with a dozen desperate men waiting for the turn of a card. If it's the ace of spades, you will be next. And you desperately desire the impossible. Escape. Escape. Produced and directed by William N. Robeson. And carefully plotted to free you from the four walls of today for a half hour of high adventure. Tonight we escape to London of the last century. A London of gas lights and hansom cabs. A London where a gentleman still valued his word of honor above his life. A London of which one terrifying incident is recorded by Robert Louis Stevenson in his unforgettable story, The Young Man with the Cream Tots. (laughs) 
Or rather, city seems to offer little amusement tonight. Well, bottoms up. Let's be on our way. Righto. Your health and yours. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Please have a free call. It's absolutely free. My compliments. Madam, will you honor me? Sir, will you honor me? Well, now, what's this? A young man with a tray of cream tarts. He's giving them away. Well, perhaps one of the turns on the bill. <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> Shall we go? Yes, yes let's. I pray you accept this confection, for if you do not, I'm bound to eat it myself. You must be crazy. I was never more sane. You refuse? I do. And there's nothing for it but my 27th tart since 5 o'clock. Mm. Now there are but two left. You, sir. Yes? Will you so far honor an entire stranger? It's really excellent pastry. I should know I've eaten enough of them. It is not the nature of a gift that is important, but the spirit in which it is offered. The spirit, sir, is one of mockery. Mockery? And whom do you mock? Myself. However, my purpose at the moment is not confession, but rather distribution of these cream tarts. Won't you and your friend dispose of the last of them? Yes. Yes, on one condition. If my friend and I eat your last two cakes, we shall expect you to join us at supper. Supper? It's a horrible thought. I've already eaten two dozen of these pastries. Very well, then we shall omit supper and become better acquainted over a bottle of wine. But I'm uncertain whether my repugnance for these two remaining tarts or the attraction of your invitation compels me, but I accept. Excellent. Then let us finish off your pastry and seek a more quiet place. How about Michelle's in Soho? Splendid. Shall we go? <laughs> and two excellent friends. I drink to your health. And we drink to yours. Uh, I'm sure you will understand my curiosity. But, but you are curious. Naturally. Although I suspect that your story is probably a silly one. Oh, indeed. You may rest assured that we are two of the silliest men in England. My name is Godall, Theophilus Godall, and my friend here is Major Alfred Hammersmith. I like you, Mr. Godall. And you, Major Hammersmith, though I suspect those are not your right names... It is of no importance. Exactly, nor is my name, so I will not divulge it. Although I see no reason why I should deny you my story, it's brief and foolish. Pray tell us, then. It's an oft-told tale. A modest fortune which I squandered in the usual ways at cards, the horse races in Paris. Then two months ago, I met a young lady exactly suited to my taste in mind and body. My heart melted. I was in love too late. Yesterday, my solicitor warned me that I had but a hundred pounds left in the world. Forty of these I used last night for a special purpose, and I have agreeably spent the day disposing of the remaining sixty pounds in as foolish a manner as I could devise. And the future? The future has been taken care of by the forty pounds. Is it not odd that we three should have met by the merest accident in so large a wilderness as London and be so nearly in the same condition? Yes. Major Hammersmith, I was thinking the very same thing. What's this? Are you two also ruined? Is this bottle of excellent wine the last folly, like my cream tarts? Very nearly so. I'm perhaps a week behind you. I still have a few banknotes in my wallet, however. Here now, this bill will take care of the bottle of wine, and the others I throw into the fire. Oh, no. You shouldn't have burned all of them. You should have kept 40 pounds. 40 pounds? Why? Why not 50 or 70? For to my certain knowledge, there were more than a hundred in his wallet. It was only just forty pounds he needed. But without them, there is no admission. The rule is strict. What do you mean? I have not yet completely emptied my pocketbook. You are not fooling me. You are indeed ruined men like me. Oh, indeed. Could you muster eighty pounds between you? Well, let me look in my wallet. Yes, eighty and a little over. Then you are indeed most fortunate. 
Forty pounds each is the initiation fee of the Suicide Club. The Suicide Club? What the devil is that? The Suicide Club is death's private door. It's the ultimate convenience in our modern world. It exists for unfortunates like us. Those to whom the painful agony of corrosive poison is distasteful. For those whose courage fails them when the cold muzzle chills the forehead. For those whose fear of drowning is greater than their compulsion to die. For these sensitive misfits, the Suicide Club ranges every detail. If you are truly tired of life, I will introduce you tonight to a meeting, and I can assure you that within the week you will be relieved of the burden of living. What do you say? It's more serious than a cream tart, and I suspect more palatable. More serious, certainly. So I... I wonder if you would give Mr. Goodall and me five minutes alone to discuss it. Certainly. I shall wait outside. Your Highness, this adventure must stop here. Nonsense, Colonel Geraldine. I propose to see this through. See it through to what? Death? You forget your obligations, not only to yourself, but to your country. Prince Florizel of Bohemia cannot risk... Tonight I am plain Mr. Goddard, and so I propose to remain. And please remember, Colonel Geraldine, under no circumstances are you to betray my incognito. But, Your Highness... We have I... survived graver adventures than this one promises to be. And now, Colonel Geraldine, let us pay our bill and accompany our young wastrel to death's private door. Well, here you are, Governor. Box court. Gentlemen, we have arrived. Here you are, cabbie. Keep the change. Oh, thank you, sir. Come on. Well, Mr. Godard, Major Hammersmith, there is still time to change your minds. Lead on, sir. My mind's made up. And mine. Follow me, then. As dark as a tomb. An apt and concise simile. Here we are, gentlemen, at death's private door. Shall we enter? Pray, let's. You may hang your things in here. If you'll be good enough to wait, I shall call the president. Of all our follies, this is the wildest and most dangerous. I'm beginning to believe you're right. Let me beseech your highness... Do not, not forget you are my aide-de-camp. Not your father. Yet I am responsible to the king for your well-being. Colonel Geraldine, you're not afraid. Certainly not for myself, but for your highness. Shh, shh, quiet. The president will see you in his office. I have vouched for you, but you must give him honest answers. The indiscretion of a single member might lead to the dispersion of the society forever. He can't afford to take that risk. Follow me. In here. He's waiting for you. Good evening. I am told that you wish to speak to me. We have a desire, sir, to join the Suicide Club. Sir, you've made a mistake. This is a private house, and you must leave it instantly. We have come here upon the invitation of a friend of yours. He's already told you of our desires. And believe me, sir, 
When one has come this far along the path, one is not likely to be turned away and certainly will tolerate little rudeness. Permit me to assure you, either you will oblige us in the matter, or you'll regret ever having admitted us to the premises. <laughs> well, now, that's more like it. This is no place for men not yet desperate. I believe you, sir. But what of your friend? My reasons are even more cogent than Mr. Godall's. I, uh, I was cashiered out of my regiment last week. Why? Cheating at cards. I see. And you, sir, what is your reason for being tired of life? Unadulterated laziness. Don't trifle with me, sir. You must have a better reason than that. I have no more money, and I'm much too lazy to come by any. Hmm. If I did not have a great deal of experience in these matters, I would turn you down. But I have learned that the most frivolous excuses for a suicide often cover a deep and lifelong desire for self-destruction. Thank you for your understanding, sir. Very well. To business. I shall read you the oath of membership to which you will each subscribe. I swear to obey without question the instructions of the president of this association or any of his appointed deputies. Realizing that desirable death could scarcely be a penalty for violating this oath, I am aware that any violation will be met at the discretion of the president by those means deemed suitable by him. Namely, excommunication from the church, loss of whatever honor still attaches to my name, and or, when necessary, violent reprisals against my bereaved family. In full knowledge of the sacredness of this oath, I subscribe my name. Well, gentlemen, you are in a position to enforce those penalties. I am. Hand me the pen. My friend. The pen, please. Major Hammersmith. Thank you. That will be 40 pounds apiece, please. Here you are. Thank you. And now, would you like to join the members in the smoking room? Indeed, we would. This way, please. <laughs> Just make yourself at home. Everyone's quite informal here. If you'll pardon me, I have some other matters to attend to. Come along, Major. Let's mingle with the company. Your Highness. Be quiet. Oh, there you are. You got in all right, I see. Naturally. You'll never regret it. I'm sure we shan't. Do you care for a game of billiards or perhaps some whist? No, not immediately, thank you. I should like just to wander around and listen to the conversation. You'll find it most revealing. Understand. She had always stood in the way of anything I wanted to do. And I don't care if she was my mother. She crossed me one time too often. You may be sure that I would never have joined this wretched club if I had not read The Origin of the Species by Darwin. I could not bear to be descended from an ape. Certainly, too I understand. There are some men who cannot abide the restrictions of the monastery. And after the abbot discovered me, there was nothing I could do. It's I, I incomprehensible to me. What is? Why, this talk, this boasting, this self-justification. If a man has made up his mind to kill himself, let him do it like a gentleman. Be done with the matter. As I told you, there are some of us more frightened of the act than of the result. There's only one man in this room who does not seem to be in a state of hysteria. Who is that, Mr. Godall? Why, the gentleman sitting on the divan. Oh, yes. Yes, Mr. Malthus. Would you like to meet him? Yes, please. These others are too obvious. Well, there's nothing very subtle about Mr. Malthus. He looks like death himself, wearing thick eyeglasses. Let us discover for ourselves the reason for his relaxation. Mr. Malthus. Eh? I should like to present two new members, Mr. Goodall and uh, Major Hammersmith. How do you do, gentlemen? How do you do, Mr. It's a pleasure, sir. Uh, won't you sit down? Well, Newcomers. You. <laughs> Newcomers. I envy you the novelty of your first visit. <laughs> 
You will learn to relish it if you are spared. Why, my dear sir, this club, gentlemen, is the temple of intoxication. If my health would permit it, you may be sure I would be here more often. For this is my last dissipation. Believe me, sir, I have tried them all. All the vices. Yes. People trifle with love and ignorantly call it man's most powerful passion. Nonsense, sir, nonsense. Fear. Fear is the strongest passion. It is fear that you must trifle with if you wish to taste the intense joys of living. Envy me, sir. Envy me. I am a coward. Uh, how, sir, is the excitement so... Artfully prolonged. Oh, of course, of course. I must tell you how the victim uh, for every evening is selected as well as the member who is to be death's uh, high priest for the occasion. Great heavens. You mean they kill each other? The guilt of suicide is removed in that way. Then I, or my friend, or you, any of us, might be selected this evening to murder another man? Exactly. But how have they escaped the attentions of the law? Ah, the ingenuity of our president knows no limits. The uh, departures always appear to be accidental. Oh, it's monstrous. On the contrary, my dear Major. It is godlike. Oh, yeah, yes, of course. Uh, but, Mr. Malthus, I am still in the dark as to how the members are selected for the evening's work. Oh, of course, I, I forgot to explain. But I see that the others are filing into the card room now, and the play is about to begin. You shall see for yourself. Uh, will you lend me the help of your arm? I'm quite paralyzed, you know. Oh, of course. Uh, thank, thank you. Ah, this is the moment for which I live. The quintessence of poignancy. The ultimate of passion. Coming here as infrequently as I do, I, I've savored this bitter taste of fear longer than the others. But my turn will come. Who knows? Perhaps tonight. But how is it done? Tell us what to expect. Oh, it's so simple. The president deals from an ordinary deck playing cards, and each man turns up his card as he receives it. The ace of spades, the card of death. Ace of clubs designates the official of the night. The murderer. If you like. Aha, here are three chairs together. Happy, happy young men. You have good eyes and can follow the cards. I can only make out the faces. Is everyone here? My friend, we still have a fighting chance to escape. Quiet, let us play the game. Attention, gentlemen. Three clubs. Jack of hearts. Ten of diamonds. King of clubs. Queen of hearts. Three of spades. Nine of clubs. Six of spades. Oh, the house! No! no! It's our young man of the cream tart. He's drawn the ace of clubs. I came here to be killed, not to kill. I, I want to die. Gentlemen! Not murder. I what must caution the members Jack. against such unsimply oh. outbursts. But I, don't, I don't want Since to. Since the ace of spades has to. not yet turned up, oh, I will no. continue the deal. Oh, no. I don't want this. No. I don't want this. Eight of hearts. Oh. Seven of clubs. King of diamonds. Jack of spades. Ace. Oh, eight. <laughs> Mr. Malthus, 
That concludes the play for the night, gentlemen. Will the member who drew the ace of clubs come to my office for his instructions? Did your highness ring? Yes. Good morning, Roderick. Good morning, sir. Oh, uh, I shall have my breakfast in bed this morning. Yes, your highness. And Colonel Geraldine has been waiting for you to awaken. Oh, very well. Show him in. Thank you, your highness, sir. Uh, Colonel, his highness will see you now. Good morning, Geraldine. Sleep well? Not too well. Did I dream it, or were we initiated into the suicide club last night? Seems like a nightmare. It was a nightmare, but you didn't dream it. Here, look at this, the morning paper. Uh-huh. Melancholy accident. This morning, about two o'clock, Mr. Bartholomew Malthus of 16 Chepstow Place, Westburn Grove, on his way home from a party at a friend's house, fell off the upper parapet in Trafalgar Square fracturing his skull. Death was instantaneous. Mr. Malthus, accompanied by a friend, was engaged in looking for a cab at the time... If ever a soul went straight to hell, it was that poor paralytic. Yes, at least he's dead and out of it. But think of our young man of the cream tarts. Last night that lad was as innocent as you and I. This morning he is a murderer. Uh, Thank heavens we're safely out of it. Are we? Oh, no. You're not going to return. I must. You are infected with a passion of fear just as poor Malthus was. Perhaps. Whatever it is. Tonight, once more, we take our places at the table of the suicide club. Good evening. Good evening, Mr. Godall. Back again to try your luck? Yes, indeed. And Major Hammersmith? Good evening. You, uh, you are to be congratulated, sir, on the matter of Mr. Malthus. Very neatly handled. (laughs) Thank you. But I shall miss poor old Malthus. He was a man I could talk to. Yes, your bereavement must weigh heavily upon you. Indeed it does, sir. But then it's all in the game. And now, you will pardon me, we will sit down to play directly. The fiend... The foul fiend of hell. Steady, my friend. Once more, let me plead with you. Leave this evil house before it's too late. You're very tiresome tonight. Oh, oh, here's our young friend of the cream tarts. Good evening, old chap. Oh, Mr. Goddard, Major Hammersmith. Oh, how I wish I'd never brought you to this infamous place. Oh, leave. Leave while your hands are still clean. But our oath. We could not go back upon our oath. Well, renounce it. Forget everything. Let them do their worst, but leave. Leave before it's too late. If if you could have heard the old man scream as I pushed him from the parapet. The crunch of his brittle bones as he thudded to the pavement. Yes, I perceive the dealing is about to begin. Shall we go in? Yeah. Mr. Mr. Goddard, if you have any kindness in your soul, wish the ace of spades for me tonight. There's... Nothing left for me but but to die. Attention, gentlemen. Three of hearts. 
queen of spades. Ace of diamonds. Three times around and neither black ace has come up. We are just 13. This at the table. This fourth round. This will... This will tell the tale. And I am next to last. of spades. Oh, pray for me, Mr. Godal. Pray for me. I have one chance in three. Pray that I get the ace. Six of diamonds. And now, I have one chance in two. My friend, don't. Silence. Ace of spades. Very well. That concludes tonight's play, gentlemen. Oh, Mr. Goodall. I'd give a million if I had it for your luck. I would sell you this card for much less if I could. Well, well, Mr. Goodall, my congratulations. I am pleased to have met you, sir, and to have been in the position to do you this trifling service. At least you can't complain of delay. Yes, yes. And now, before I leave forever, I should like to ask a question. A purely hypothetical question, of course, since I am not a man to go back upon my word. But you wonder what would happen if you did? If upon the turning of the card you had changed your mind and now wished to live? Precisely. Suppose my friend Major Hammersmith and I elected to ignore our oath. Suppose we began by tearing this place apart. <laughs> you wouldn't even get started. The guests themselves are desperate men, but if they did not stop you, the servants, who are even more desperate, would. You would never leave this house alive. I see. Well, it was purely an academic question. Naturally. Very well, then. What are my instructions? You will proceed along the strand in the direction of the city, on the left-hand pavement, until you come upon a black carriage with drawn curtains. In this carriage will be the member who has tonight drawn the ace of clubs. My executioner. Your collaborator in suicide. You will enter the carriage, and he will continue your instructions. Please have the kindness to obey him in every detail. The authority of the club is vested in his person for the night. I wish you a pleasant walk. Thank you. But first I must say farewell to my friend, Major Hammersmith. I regret that it's strictly against the rules. No farewells. Too disturbing for the still living members. You will leave through this side door to the workroom. But I must have... We won't have any trouble now, will we, Mr. Godall? No. No, of course not. Your coat and hat. Your stick. Thank you. Again, Mr. Godall. A most pleasant walk. Death's private door. Why didn't I listen to Geraldine before it was too late? 
business. My instructions are to meet the coach in the strand. You'll take this coach right now. Get in Go with you. me. All right. Take this one away. Your Highness will pardon the violation of his person. Geraldine. Oh, my friend. It was quite necessary under the circumstances. As soon as you turned up the ace of spades, I slipped out of the house to prepare for your escape. But how did you manage it? When I realized I could not dissuade you from attending the club tonight, I retained the services of a certain capable and reliable private detective. But I... His secrecy has been bought and paid for. His men are now raiding the suicide club. The members will be removed to your townhouse, where it remains for you to pass judgment upon them. That I will gladly do, and with the utmost dispatch. What have they brought us here for? They didn't look like Scotland Yard men to me. What difference does it make? Perhaps this will be a quicker way out. Gentlemen. Why, why that's my friend, Major Hammersmith. His Royal Highness, Prince Florizel of Bohemia. Bohemia? Why, that's, that's Mr. Godard. Always thought there was something odd about those two. Gentlemen, tonight we have removed you from a house of death to a house of life and hope. Those of you who have come to your present condition through lack of fortune will receive employment and remuneration from my treasury. Those who have been driven to this unnatural solution of their problems by the agonies of guilt must find amnesty from a power greater than mine. Power that eternally promises the forgiveness of sins, no matter how grievous. Only one of you is truly evil, and him I shall deal with myself. Where is he? Where is the president of the club? Colonel Geraldine. Why, he should be here, Your Highness. I'm begging Your Highness, pardon. Who's this man, Geraldine? The chief of the detectives. Yes? What is it? Was you referring to the sallow chap with the sword whiskers and the black suit? Yes, that's the one. The oh. president of the suicide club, where is he? He ain't here. Why not? Well, when we broke into the little office down there at the club, we found him sprawled over the desk with a little empty bottle in his hand. He'd committed suicide. Escape is produced and directed by William N. Robeson. And tonight brought to you The Young Man with the Cream Tarts by Robert Louis Stevenson. That was it? That's it. That was... Wait, so they never found the guy? Well, they found him dead, but yeah. Oh, they found the guy who was trying to commit suicide dead. No, no, he wasn't supposed to be. He wasn't supposed to. No, he was like the cult leader. Cult leader killed himself. But the... But weren't, wasn't the whole idea of the suicide cult to commit suicide? The other guys, not him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Playing him for You don't make four. any money if you're, like, killing yourself in the suicide club. This is, reminds me of those um, those guys who... Um, Tony Robbins? Predict. What? Tony Robbins? <laughs> okay. Like self-help guru. Horseshit, How does that know? compare to like a suicide cult to a cult leader? You, you think it's Tony Robbins is a cult leader? Kind of, yeah. Richard I think anybody who kind of was like that. I think you know? anybody who, who's like self-help guru yeah, sort of thing. It's that same shit. 
for it's a cult of personality, but I you, <clears throat> I, I know that you would think that some of those people are not are like don't worship me, worship yourself. Of course he'll say that, but he's getting off on people digging him. Of course, yeah. Why wouldn't that's what I'm saying? So he doesn't have to say it. He's still it's saying not a, it. Is, is it, is it a, sin of omission? I can, I can. But hear here's him the thing: you're it. not. I mean, it comes with the territory. You can't deny. I mean, yeah, what are you going to be like? Gross. No, don't, don't, don't like me. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's just a different way. It's just a different avenue. He's going to sell you some like apothecary horseshit. And anyway, or have you run across fucking hot coals well, and make you. Fucking, no, I was oh, I was comparing like these sorts of cult leaders to the people who like predict the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, same it's gonna thing. Be on like uh, Thursday at about uh, let's say eight forty three a.m. We had like one of those dudes this year, didn't we? Like somebody like yeah. called it on like a Sunday, and that Sunday passed. It was, it was like, Saturday. Well, it must be next Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> Some horse shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, those guys pop up every once in a while. They're pretty funny. Here's the thing. They only got, at best, two chances. The, those guys only, historically, historically speaking, they only got, at best, two chances. One, you got that one You shot. got one real no, chance. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, you have a chance to do over. You have a chance to do over. Believers. You have the do over. Yeah. That means, at best, for the true believers, at best, you have two. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you're pushing that too. You're pushing son. it if you go beyond that. <laughs> oh, you better be right please. the second time. You you're, better be right the second time. You're a true time. blue cult if you could push it four or five times. <laughs> that, that, that guy you know, is. There has to be some brainwashed. <laughs> I'm sure. I was the most thinking, famous one I remember hearing hmm. about was the one in like Munch, Munchen or something like that. That was Munich? The, the, no, Munchen. Or, I saw, that's the place I told you I saw those goddamn cages. That's what, it was Minchin the end of the world in Germany. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's Minch. That's that's the German name of the city. We yeah. We elsewhere outside Germany is called Munich. Well, yeah, like Bayern. Munich. The city I was in Bayern was not Munchen. Munich. It was München. That's what was that's what the people. That's what it's called in German. Okay, well, it's the same thing. It, okay, well, it was, you know, so I'm just just, in, just in case for people who don't know where München is, isn't, it's isn't, Munich. Munich. No, but it it wasn't Munich though. I went to Munich and I went to this other city. I might have the name wrong, is what I'm saying. But like it was like München, but it's not in Munich. Germany, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, there's a really famous case that was like that Lutheran thing I was telling you about when they went way too Catholic or communist. Were you in Bavaria, southern Germany? Maybe. Yeah, Germany. Yeah. Southern Germany. It's a big city. It's a big fucking country. German München. Minka Ninkov is the capital of the most populated city in the German city of Bavaria. No, that's not it. Anyway, I'll look it up one of these. I'll look it up on my phone or something. But um, there was a really famous, famous fucking like uh, state-sanctioned murder in the town, and it was because the dude, like, well, two of them, they predicted some end of the world shit and did the whole chicks free love type shit, and it went real bad <laughs> for everybody involved. And they like that's the ones where they uh, they like had them all hammered around like one big ass spike, and they were all tied together, and then they just heated those big ass hooks up like you know whoosh, whoosh, like on those steel and just filleted them like next to each other for a set amount of time 
and then went to like the next guy and then went to like to the next guy and it took like hours and shit and then like they hung him up on these motherfucking cages and then like in the middle of the city be like look don't ever do this again and that's like after this long starvation and shit. it was crazy it's like it was like the first case of like right after like luther lutheranism like kind of was like hey let's try this new shit everybody can read they were like well then god says we're all cool and the church was like no we're not all cool <laughs> they brought the hammer down so mutiny radio fm g money and wustein yeah yeah, we're talking about uh, what? Talking about suicide clubs and shit. I figured in the Halloween. You, you, shit. you threw in some medieval shit, man. That's what it was. It's old fashioned. Oh, it's old fashioned. Oh, we're not talking about modern day Munich. We're talking about old school, like in the, yeah. in the early days like of Lutheranism. Yeah, it's a little town. Yeah, probably it's the same place because okay, historically it's been up forever and I and it's weird. I heard a fucking podcast about it years and years later like oh arguably yeah, I've been you're there. probably true because uh back in the days of the reformation uh southern northern and southern germany northern northern germany became really really protestant southern germany remained very very catholic. So if there was persecution of protestants likely it was in southern germany. There you go. <clears throat> I'm telling you it's just this little tiny town. But it, it those cages were creepy. But it was cool to see that, you know, they're still up, you know. Wait, <laughs> how did we get to well, we were suicide about, well, to, was like, clubs yeah, to, yeah, like, people, like, like, dead bodies hanging from... No, because you, you said people uh, who predicted the end of the world, and this is what those guys basically went down with. And the first guy, it ended up being two people. Oh, oh, and the first they, they, guy were, did they were tried the for... Prediction. They were tried for... Be, well, for, like, free love and weird shit. And, like, just being, like, praying for false idols and all kinds of horseshit by the... You know, they threw the book at him at the end of the day. You don't know the they names of these people. The you, were, you were here. You, you, you remember. I've been there. I've and you saw that, like, monument? I, or? Yeah, well, it's not a monument. It's just the fucking cages they used. And they're just still up. <laughs> yeah. The look up, like, uh, like, early Lutheranism, like, fucking uh, Germany torture shit. I don't know. Or I could just probably look it up on my goddamn phone. But anyway, it's a famous story. It was famous enough that they, when we went to Germany, that's where they took us to see. You mean that? Well, yeah, I think that's it. What uh-huh. town is it? Does it say Munster? Munster, Munster, Munster. There you go. Munich. The cheese. Moonster. God, you 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 are totally. I was close. I was moon mum mum shit, man. I was a goddamn teenager. Give me a break. <laughs> but those that shit's funny. isn't that weird? It's not a goddamn monument. That's just the How... fucking cages up, guy. Munster. Yeah, I told you early Luther. It's a famous wait, story. Wait. Westphalia? It's in Western Germany. You You're go. totally, dude. This is not. This is in Northwest. Ger- <laughs> okay. <laughs> this guy. This I, guy. I, we're talking more than like half my life ago. <laughs> that was the last time I was there. I told you. <clears throat> I told. You, I bet you the fucking story's right. <laughs> the story is correct. I yes. couldn't tell you where in Germany it was, but I know why three man-sized cages right. hang from a medieval German church steeple. Yeah, yes, they're still hanging uh, there, uh, dog. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, if you go so so, G Money when he was how old were you when you were it's like eighteen? You're eighteen. So when he was eighteen in his formative years, 
He went to Münster, Germany. Yeah, Münster. Münster. Yeah. Okay, okay, America. Okay, America. You see those two dots on the top of that U? Münster. Okay, without the two dots, it looks like Münster. Yeah. With the two dots, you you basically the U becomes kind of like an I. So So it's Münster. It's basically Münster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just, just, um, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Okay. Yeah. Saint Lambert. Yeah. Like Christopher Lambert? Lambert. Christopher Lambert? Yeah. Saint Lambert. Uh. <laughs> wait, wait. I know I, things that so you he, don't. He actually speaks pretty good English for a guy who was born in France. Barely. So does Jean Claude Van Damme, I guess. <laughs> well, or also, so well, he was also Raiden. He was also. I like how you're uh, supposed to say Schwarzenegger's real name is Schwarzenegger. Schwarz, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Schwarz. Because with the S C H, you like say school. Yeah. You say sh, sh. Yeah, you don't say sk. You say sh in German. Yeah. I like how they hush that shit up for sh. the American audiences, though. Yeah, we'll just go for a Schwarzenegger. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're saying he garbles his words. <laughs> I don't even pronounce my name correctly. <laughs> Whoa. What? Okay. Hmm. Whoa. Hmm. Ah, okay. Listen to a man think on No, I'm reading this, where it comes in, where the cages come in. Yeah. I, I told you the part where the cages come in. Uh, but there was like a No, this was a huge deal with the Anabaptists. It was huge. The Anabaptists. There they go. Anabaptists. The Anabaptist Rebellion. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they just left it up there. Yeah. They left them there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that crazy? And they're still fucking there. How many hundreds of years later? <laughs> That's some old shit hanging up, man. Holy uh, shit. It, I mean, I mean, it's what kind of... What are you going to do with them? Melt them down like shit in the Coliseum? I yes. Know. I mean, okay. You got like some... They yeah. melted down fucking staples in the Coliseum for war. They just left these fucking things hanging. Yeah. It's pretty funny. You know, that's a warning and a half. <laughs> Don't fuck around. Whoa. They seized the shit out of the town. Like, all these people were starving, and it's just, it's a horrifying mess. But, you know, at first, they had two dudes, and the first guy predicted wrong, but he seemed more like a true believer because he went out there with, like, four guys and got fucking slaughtered by the by the king or whatever by the whatever the chancellor whatever the fuck he was called and And then the the second dude showed up and he was a real fucking huckster and he like he did another prediction for the end of the world are we still talking about anabaptists yeah and he was too much of a pussy to back it up so like he basically just brought everybody hunker down time and predict the end of the world and it was like try to fucking suicide the it was weird so they just um Jan of Leiden accepted the prophecy. Okay, you were you okay, continue, continue. No, go for it. You you got the you got the scripture. Continue. You are talking anecdotes, man. Yeah. I'm just telling you this is the shit I've heard. Yeah, no, no, you're summarizing it pretty clearly. Yeah, it's just it was shit got way out of hand, basically, and like at some point the guy that the second dude really turned into So they got all medieval. Well the guy yeah, well the the second guy got really, really culty. Because he's the guy who's like, well, you know what? So there's the first guy and there's the second guy. Yeah, the first guy was like, he was in contact with this guy from Belgium who was really into the shit and like really kind of disseminated the works of fucking Martin Luther or some shit. If if anyone's interested in the names, 
<laughs> and the cities. Look them up. There's a there's an article in mentalfloss.com, September twenty first, twenty seventeen. Uh, why three man sized cages hang from a medieval German church steeple by uh, by one Nicholas Rivero. Yeah, if you really yeah. want to know the names and get down, you could listen to Dan Carlin's fucking five hour hardcore history about it too. <laughs> he really had a five hour about the uh, about, about this. Yeah. About, oh, oh no! And I know, I I know just, he did something I on the Reformation. Running through the I know he's done something on the Reformation. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is the one that he's particularly did about, you know, uh, this shit. Pro- yeah. yeah, the problem. Uh, another podcast you should listen to is is uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Yeah, of course. So the idea apparently in um, yeah. um, I'll let May nineteen summarize this fucking thing up. <laughs> in May fifteen thirty five. I told you hundreds of years. <laughs> I gotta go pay. Hundreds of years, these things have been. An Anabaptist carpenter named Heinrich Gresbeck tried to flee Münster, but was captured by von Waldeck's troop. Von Wal, von Fal, von Wal, von Waldeck. Uh, let me see. Who was von Waldeck? Wow, he must have been. All right. Oh, he was. Uh, wow, he was. He was the bishop. <clears throat> Yes. Wow, we have to go all the way back. Okay. Franz von Waldeck was elected Prince Bishop of Münster and became the highest ranking church official in town. Um, but he was really Catholic. There was a Catholic, there was an anti Catholic Protestant in Bernhard Rothmann. Uh, they installed him as the new preacher. Uh, so there's like a, a lot of. Uh, so the, originally it was von Waldeck who was the Catholic top Catholic guy, Rotman who was the top Protestant guy. Um, a lot of shit happened. Blah blah blah. Oh, that then this then this sort of um, then they settled. They said they allowed Protestant churches to uh, yeah. to preach. This That's caused the, the attention of Dutch haywire. of the Dutch. Yeah, don't Anabaptist. Do the Led by when Jan Mat- Matisse. Yep. I don't know how to speak Dutch. Oh, me neither. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go. I'm, I'm gonna look be like considering all the like the Dutch soccer players that I'm yeah, familiar that's crazy. with. You, I think you would. Uh, Matisse, Matisse, Matisse. Jan, Jan Matus, who for years had been persecuted for the faith, uh, Anabaptists. They believed only adults and not children. I went to a great school. Oh, my God. My God. Yeah. George. That's where George should be seen in that. George. George. Yeah, I'm listening. George. What? Baptize only adults. Yeah, there you go. That's a good idea. Yeah, that was one of their big things. That's what got them like into hot shit. Four years before Münster's religious toleration treaty, the Holy Roman Emperor Charles V ordered uh, that every Anabaptist in his territory shall be brought from natural life to to death. death. Yeah, yeah. With fire, sword, or the like. Or all three. The like. Yeah. The like. Take your pick. The like. Yeah. What or, is the like? If all the any anything goes <laughs> from 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 natural life to death. That's all that matters. That really. is, I mean, how <laughs> how much of a like a decree do you be like kill them motherfuckers? Yeah, yeah, any which way but and loose. <laughs> These guys shall be brought from life to death. Yeah, preferably to brought, be. brought, yeah. like to bring them. Yeah. 
What was I saying before? The, the fucking thing. The Wait, so you can't the... drown him? Fire sword and the or the like? You or can't... the like. No, the drowning is not the like. That's a like. That is not like the fire or I the sword. It, I bet it like knocks them from living to dead. <laughs> Does like how broad? How broad the is like. the like? Is this? I think this it's is broad a... as to bringing from life to death. I think that's. I bet poison is part of the like. I bet you fucking smoke inhalation's part of the like. Oh I bet shit! It, uh, so Matus, 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 who uh, a charismatic baker. Oh. Turn a prophet. Sent, uh, he basically was able to convert Rotman to an baptism uh, and they spread Matus's apocalyptic prophecy. Yeah, he's kind of a Rasputin type. That Jesus Christo would return to earth that Easter. That Easter, motherfucker. And that all Christians needed to prepare themselves for the imminent end of the world. Told you. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I was. Well, Nothing like a deadline. <clears throat> Nothing like a deadline. <laughs> Hey. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> so what happened at uh, In February. So later in February. We're getting to We're getting there. Okay. February. Minster City Council like granted full away. toleration to the Anabaptists. Yeah. Listen and to this. They began this dude, referring to themselves as the New Jerusalem. Yeah. That's when shit got real bad to the fucking other goddamn Christians. Oh, but but the guy, if you look, I think for a minute... Like the the president or whoever the fuck was over all these goddamn Catholics gave him like all like a pass. He was like, "Look, motherfuckers, if you if you just like say, all right, look, we fucked up or whatever, you can come back home. We won't fuck your world up." I think he gave him like a couple of fucking swings at the come home bat, and they told that guy to go fuck himself. So that that's kind of part of the gig too. FYI, but continue. Spoiler alert. Oh, don't worry. It's so far from the spoiler from the end of this thing. The end. Ugh. I barely described it. Continue. As the month went on, armed city employees reportedly moved through the city warning those who refused adult baptism to flee. Reportedly crying, get out of here, you godless. God will punish you. When Matus arrived, he delivered a sermon calling for the execution of Catholics and Lutherans alike. Yep. Uh, when the execution idea failed to fly, his advisors convinced him to settle for expelling them from the city. Yeah, so just leave. So. Which, by the way, is not like moving today. No, <laughs> There's no. no corner store. You have to start like a new fucking farm. You have to build new shit. Yeah, like Later that month, <laughs> a new city council election gave the Anabaptists full control of Münster. Bishop von Waldeck prepared to besiege the city with a Merck army. In hopes of establishing a Catholic control. Watch what doesn't happen. Minster happens to be really fucking heavily fortified and well fucking fortified because I think at the time it was like on the edge of their, like next to the Romans or something. Then they got all socialist. Yeah, well, before they went all so- okay, they went all socialist. they went all Bolshevik revolution in yeah, the city. But they be- basically that's what happened. But before they do that, like the original <clears throat> purpose for that damn town was to be like a fortified goddamn city. So when he tries to go in there and like, well, fucking get these people out of there, it ain't happening because it's already like industrial fortified for that same exact purpose. So it's actually really kind of interesting how they hold their ass for a long time because, like, it was the purpose-built to do such a thing, you know, but it wasn't purpose-built to have, like, a people's army. 
in weight, you know, basically. It's really an interesting story. Man, you're completely off with that. No. No, they didn't. They, they completely ransacked the city. Keep looking. Mis- Mis- On April 1534, oh. Easter came, but Christ did not. With his apocalyptic prophecy shattered, Matusse claimed to have a divine vision. He yeah. mounted a horse and sallied forth with a small entourage to per. Four people. <laughs> dude, they didn't like break the. They didn't like see besiege city walls, dude. He came out to meet them and he got killed with a spear. Keep going. Yeah. It ain't done yet. You ain't nowhere near done. And then put his head on a spike in front of the city gates for all of Minster to see. Yeah, because they couldn't get in there because it's too heavily fortified. It's already been under siege for like 45 days at this point by the time he comes out. He launched a massive engineering project to drain the moats surrounding Minster and allow his troops to attack the city gates. Yeah, most cities don't have moats at this time. But when the Prince Bishop finally attacked on 25th, That's his name, the Prince Bishop. Huh? They had a Baptist staved off his disorganized and reportedly drunk mercenaries. Yeah, they came late at night storming like a bunch of yahoos. Because they just thought it would be easy. Once again, it's, a for- it's built to fucking fight off uh, hordes. <laughs> In June, an Anabaptist woman named Tilla Feiken. What happened to Easter, right? <laughs> Dude, still, he died! There's still no food coming in. People are like he marching died. on stones in the street. They're going crazy. People are looking We're like past Netflix. Easter, man. We're in June. I'm just telling you. Where the hell are no you? food coming in. Where the hell are you? I'm, I'm explaining. That was a rhetorical joke, a question. There's, fucking, <laughs> there's no food coming there's in, by no the way. nothing coming in. This, this is important to, to know. Awful. No, 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 no. I agree. I agree. This is down. important to know because they're sieging the city. And they're just standing out there, starving them out because they can't even fucking storm the place. So anyway. That's usually what happens with a siege. Well, they could just storm the fucking place and get it over with. There's nothing in there but women and children. And like, you No, know, you can't storm the city. Like, okay, you understand the whole point of a siege is because you starve them out because you can't get past the city gates. Well, yeah. You some- said they can't get past the city gates. Yeah, but you figured So you siege point. them. What else are you going to do? Well, what, are you going to kill? Are you going to, like, send all your troops to die? They're doing it either way. Either way. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's just gross. I find it very sad. This is the there reason is no why you're not... This is the reason why you're not in charge of a battalion. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons why I'm not in charge of Italian. I think we can take that wall. You can No, no. I don't think it's a good idea, but I'm saying at some point, they're so starving that it's not like you're fighting anything. You're fighting like zombies in there. You're fighting a city. But, you, but, they, so, but they're yeah. all dying. Like, if they don't have, they don't have the energy to fight at some point. Well, you know then I mean? you wave, then they wave the white flag. It's called war. No, watch. When they wave the white flag, they just murder them. When they come out, but continue, you'll see. Didn't I, didn't I just say they ransack the city? No, when they come out and when they do wave white flags, they just end up murdering them at this point. Man, because, but you. Like, there's one part where um, this lady supposedly, this might be apocryphal, but ah. there's supposed to be this one girl who uh, read a very story in the Bible uh, about this lady who. Uh, well, has to like overthrow some fucking kingdom or some horseshit, so she like shoves like some awful stuff on her vagina. And like kills the goddamn king in the Bible, something in there, and she her plan was to do the same thing, but that shit did not work out, and they just you know murdered her like in the fucking the siege dead zone area where they killed everybody else as a fucking thing to say hey, give up, which we're gonna kill you when you give up anyway. So you know, 
kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't type situation. <laughs> and it's all for following this head case, you know? Especially the second guy. Oof. But I guess you're already goddamn pot committed at that point, huh? <laughs> you know, you've already, like, killed one baby, right? I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I'm in. <laughs> and, you know, and if I leave, I'm going to get murdered anyway. But, um, the, I always forget his name, the priest general or whatever. He, um, he has, like, spies going in and out of the complex, too. That's kind of how the whole thing kind of ends. Well, no, it ends with them on them in them goddamn cages. <laughs> but before you get to that, it's kind of a long ways. You kind of summarize it all no, by talking about this thing happened and that thing happened. You kind of spoil the whole story. I'm just bunching around. You haven't said anything, so I'm just kind of no, no, no. You pretty much, pretty much spoil the whole freaking thing. No, what's the next part? No, no, no. You talk about that girl who tried to actually the spy who tried to seduce the the. It Brit- may be yeah, true, that's may right next. That's. Did you want to freaking read this or what? Nah, I'm too far from the screen. God damn it! <laughs> what was the point in having me research this if you were going to explain the whole fucking story? I don't think I did. Because I'm vague shit, I barely... I know! If you weren't reading and that's even it, worse. keep up. That's even worse! You're summarizing the the story in a vague, very vague way. Because well, I was just get, teeing them off for you to give You said details. you didn't remember a goddamn thing 18 years ago, and suddenly you remember all of this shit. What the hell? I just couldn't remember the name of the city. <laughs> it's an interesting story. The name of the city isn't interesting. I don't give a fuck if it's in Minster, Munster, what the fuck, you, however you want to umlaut the motherfucker. I'm just saying it's that. Munster. It's, like, it's an umlaut. Yeah, I know. Like I'm going to get all grammar police on you just for the hell of it. All right, but anyway, so how, how's, it, how's it just fucking run it down? What happened? No, no, no. Well, which part did you not remember? <laughs> well, all right. So, like, so this, do they do they talk about the second guy, really? What He's, second? I there's even, like a second guru who makes like who like the first guy just died on Easter, and after Easter, this guy gets naked. Jan von Leiden. Yeah, 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 yeah. That dude's nuts. That dude's the full shyster. That's your fake ass fucking Charles Mansony dude. He's so weak. <laughs> this other guy. This other guy by the same name. Yeah, yeah, so two Jans. That's what's kind of funny. Isn't there like both Jans or they're both like monsters or some <laughs> shit? It's really funny. Yeah, that's like that's kind of what it's known as, like in Germany or something, it's like the two Jans. Yeah, and they still went for Adolf Hitler. What's going on, Germany? Come on, get it together, people. It's good shit though. They're funny. So yeah, so Jan von Lytle or whatever, right? Isn't that his name? To John quell the city's John rising Lytle. panic. Uh okay how how okay did you want let's backtrack okay yeah. this is after they just ran Matus through with a spear yeah uh, to quell the panic Matus's main lieutenant <laughs> a tailor from Jan named Jan van Le- so we have a tailor and a baker oh man they're gonna they're just predicting the future over here he gave a speech reinterpreting the apocalyptic prophecy and postponing doomsday told you there's your postpone this, this, this is your, your second, second time chance. this is your second chance but it's a new guy no 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 but you're st- it's the same message yeah. <laughs> he reinterpreted it it's yeah. the same prophecy that, same did, prophecy did they mention he comes same out prophecy oh, of course yeah you got well, you, you got best next time he's coming with fucking you know a hearken he didn't have a chance to reinterpret it himself yeah he, he, yeah. he, he heard wrong First 
first guy heard wrong, second guy heard right. Yeah, yeah but at least it's the same thing. It's the same yeah, well, prophecy. Yeah, yeah. He's same not message. Say he's coming same down message. with the hammer girls, and we're going to fucking, they ain't living color chicks. So, yeah, Minster became increasingly militarized. They all got like super, like crazy they, Protestant shit. Yeah. They went, they went, they doubled down. Two church steeples were repurposed as platforms for cannons. There you go. Uh, there was the drain draining the moat. They drained the moat, <laughs> um, but the mercs were drunk. In June, an Anabaptist woman named Hilla Feichen hashed a plan to assassinate von Waldeck and break the siege. She was inspired by Judith. There you go. Who, during the siege of Betulia, seduced the attacking general Hol- Holofernes and beheaded him in his sleep. W- 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 why do you, like, what? see, here's the thing. If you're in the middle of war... And you're gonna take a um, one of the um, women women captive from that very battle. You're not gonna be suspecting anything. No, because they take women all the time. That's yeah, but from that very city, well, like I'm sure you would that have. They, look, that's why the story is kind of apocryphal. Because who knows, man? They really? Are you think they're gonna take? Do you know the what's funny? It, it is apocryphal because you know that story is from the apocrypha. Hey, boom. Boom. Uh, early in the morning, Fikens in June, Fikens snuck out of Minster to seduce so von Waldach. <laughs> she had to have been, this girl had to have been pretty hot, dude. I'm I sorry. Love, I, love, I, love, I love fucking Johnny Depp in that movie. Heinrich in June. <laughs> you mean Benny in June? Yeah, it was a joke. Heinrich in June? Who the fuck? That's so weird. Anyway. Johnny Depp plays a hell of a Heinrich. What's her name? Mary Suter Masterson? She's a good Jew. Boom, 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 boom. <sighs> <laughs> I want to see if you ever get through this fucking story. <laughs> so she was a parent. I mean, you got Because <laughs> I don't even think the shit was... Look. All right, let's let's just let's just skip through the b- bullshit. She dies. Okay. Yeah. Then Jan van Leiden announces plans to legalize polygamy. Yeah, there it comes. How do you like that weird shit? Where did this come Wait. from? Wait. Oh, historians speculate that the motives are partly de- partially demograph- demographic. 2,000 men, 5,500 women. Still horseshit. What? <laughs> come on, man. There's, oh, we're all going to die, that, man. That's nearly a two. That's over. Fucking everybody's that is lives, nearly a three man. to one. That is nearly a three to one ratio, my friend. So what? And you're going to die. You're all in a siege. That's the real... Ding, ding. Now you nailed the real reason. Of course, here's the thing. When you're super hungry, you're not really thinking about sex. Unless you're Jan von Leiden. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's something. Nothing weird about that. The unmarried women were not under the protection of a husband who might prevent them from sneaking off like Killa Feiken did. Get one in. Rotman defended Jan van Leiden's decision. Yep. God wills to create something new. I do you want me to use a too. kind of stupid, like a terrible German accent? You can do it however you want. God wills to create something new on earth. Just as the women commonly have been lords and have had their own way, now among us he has subjected the women to the men. What the? This is the problem when you don't got fucking newspapers. or. So that all of them, young as well as old, have to let themselves be ruled by the men according to the word of God. Horseshit. This is the problem when you don't have outside So, So, what do you think? Polygamy, good, bad? Was it a good, bad? What do you think people thought? Good, bad? Oh, they thought it was horrifying. 
The people who were like the subject? <laughs> On the night of July 30th, 47 conspirators attempted to overthrow the city government. Ding dong. <laughs> they took Christians. Jan von Leiden prisoner. They're Christians. They're not fucking sex maniacs in the woods. <laughs> but he thought it would be fun. Let's do sex maniacs. But then loyalists the surrounded the mutineers and forced him forced to surrender and free Jan von Leiden. Then the conspirators were yeah. shot or beheaded. Yeah. Uh, the so polygamy plan die. went forward, and every woman in Munster was married. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly. <laughs> Jan van Leiden report himself reported he took as many as 16, 16 wives, chickens. including Jan Matus's widow. Aw. He took good, good for him. He took it. <laughs> Heart of gold on this fucking guy, right? Gross. This guy's a Power corrupts. Around. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. So cult, la- cult leaders. That's all I'm saying. Meanwhile, von, Va- von Waldeck's siege Meanwhile. continued. <laughs> On Terrified Island, <laughs> the moat's dry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but certainly not the Mercs. Nope. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, they're fucking getting hammered. Uh, he launched another assault in August, but that was repelled. Yeah. Uh, afterward, another, a new prophet. We're in fucking the end of August. Remember when end Easter August, was this a was thing? E- this was in February. They started, they started coming over in February. So this is what, six months or so? It's a long Three ass Three prophets. Time. A goldsmith. Okay, we got it. We got a baker. We got two fucking prophets. We got a tailor prophets, really. and we got a goldsmith. Yeah. You Names. really got two fucking prophets. The two Johns and the other guy's like his fucking hype man. He's like, uh, what's it, Bobby Bird on fucking uh, James Brown. <laughs> Get on up! Get up! Uh. It's that other motherfucker. <laughs> A goldsmith named August Johann Dusenschur? Okay. Sure. Dusenschur proclaimed that Jan von Leiden should rule as king. Yeah, man. What if you're going big? Do you think he... Uh, I don't think he has the votes. <laughs> Do you think he was like, that's a good idea? Why not? He accepted the prophecy. Oh, look at that. Imagine that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now he's a king without a fucking much country. He added that God had revealed him to be the new King David. He's a king without a moat. <laughs> Where's the water? Yeah. What happened to the water? Yeah, I don't know. He replaced the council of elders with a royal court and began wearing a crown and carrying a scepter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember this guy? Remember everybody's fucking starving? Uh, now he's wearing a goddamn, like, king and cape and scepter and crown and shit. People, oh, not a good look guy. Um, over the winter. Yeah. Hey. Oh, hey. when it was fucking hey. spring? Hey. <laughs> hey. Remember Here's the thing. Summer, <laughs> spring, summer, autumn. You, you got you got something going. Winter, no, there's no... There's, there's, there's Germany. Tough pickings. Fucking winter. Tough pickings in winter. I hear it's northwestern Germany, too, in the winter. The next April, mounting, with facing a mounting famine, the king... The king. Yeah. The king. Yeah, Jan von Leiden. New fucking The title. king dismissed exhausted and hungry women. Yeah. Get out my bed. No, I think he they dismissed this. Women, children, and old men from the city. About 1,600 armed men remained. There you go. Soldiers. <laughs> what happened to the polygamy, man? It's still on. <laughs> <laughs> I got five husbands. <laughs> 
gross. All right, yeah. Man, yeah. that is that, that that's gotta be. That's good. No water. What do you? Okay, you're you're no an water. adult woman. <laughs> you got five husbands, like six kids, and you're hungry as shit. Yeah, dude, that must not have been good. Not fun. Remember, <laughs> you'd be like, I believe, I don't believe in adult baptisms anymore. Yeah, yes, but you can't go anywhere because you just get murdered as soon as you walk outside the gate. Jan van Leiden promised the subjects that God would deliver them from the that's, army. Oh, by the way, that's part of the rules. I don't know if they explain that in here, but like part of the rules is if you leave, we kill you. And the other guys are like, if you leave, then we'll kill you. <laughs> So there's no leaving. You're just basically just fucked. We're a stalemate here. Yeah. yeah. You are personally at a real fucking... That's a catch-22. Fuck that's the like, rest. That's like kind of like uh, No Exit by Samuel Beckett. <laughs> yes, except that this must be where he got no, the no, idea from. No, no, that's South. Was No Exit by Star South? South? I'm talking... I think Endgame. Endgame by Samuel Beckett. Okay. Yeah. All I know is... Similar sort of deal. Yeah. Basically, they just like can't get out of a room. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds yeah. familiar to these yeah. folks. Yeah. So, God, so Jan that said guy. that God will smite them in their hearts so that they will run away. But by Easter, he clarified. By Easter. <laughs> yeah. What's he clarified that Easter? he meant deliverance in a metaphorical sense. Yeah. How do you like that out? This is him trying to get take two. Oh, you do got to third out. That's third out. Yeah. It's a metaphorical yeah, sense. Yeah. Now you got your true believer. Remember, you got 1,600 armed men back there and you. So. And now we get to see what the Catholics will do. So you saw, so you see, you know, you know, the Anabaptists were all about the polygamy. The Catholics are all about the murder. It's so in a May, in May, countdown. Heinrich. Dude, I would kind of want want that song to be good to yeah. be playing. Like they should have like an like an anachronism. They should just have that army, the besieging army, just playing Final Countdown. Yeah. Yeah. So Heinrich Gressbeck was a carpenter. Wait, who are all these working class people so 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 heavily That's involved? That's the motherfuckers in the city. That's Heinrich Gressbeck. Because no one in the government were like, uh, let's talk to these guys. No, no one in the government were like, no. No, they did. Remember, I told you way earlier they gave him like a couple of outs. If you leave now, you won't have to be strapped in a small fucking building. But they went for Mister Prediction. On Easter, the first time, but and the ever polygamy. since then they've been but the their polygamy, ass. three to that, one ratio. That was post. That's the second guy. <laughs> that was in the works, man. You knew it was in the agenda. <laughs> they had been talking about it in their meetings. Well, it was an advanced plan. Okay, so when that shit became <laughs> official, they were really locked in. They were they were locked in once they first started saying you have to be an adult to be baptized because that's already fucking up the the. I don't understand. I mean, game. I understand. I get it because technically, if you're a child, you're not so thoroughly aware. Of yeah, you're making making a decision. Anyway, so Heinrich Gressbeck betrayed the city. He betrayed the yeah. So in the night of June twenty fifth, he led three hundred soldiers into town through a poorly guarded city gate. Told you this is poorly the guarded. Yeah, there was this, I told the guy. The, you didn't think through all these months that Prince Bishop would be like um, Prince Bishop's got spies, but yeah. it not be like uh, how about check out like it didn't it took him like a couple it took him a year. Yeah, because the thing I told you the thing is like a bunker, man. This thing is super fortified. The Prince Bishop's forces fought their way and you're dealing for with hours. Believers. And they killed 600 people before the city Gross. surrendered. They took... By uh, hand. <laughs> Remember, they didn't just like... It's not like the fucking explosions and shit. Everybody got knifed the fuck up. And, like, so, Jan van Leiden was taken prisoner. His viceway burnt... K- 
Knipperdollink. Yep. Knipperdollink. 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 Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And another Baptist Anabaptist leader, not Baptist Anabaptist leader named Bernd Kretschink. Sure. Kretschink. Knipperdollink. Yeah. I think I never named your kid Knipperdollink. I've heard all kinds of different shit, but I know that uh, this is the part where those cages and the tree stump and shit comes into full effect. But the best part is, if on there, I hope they have a list of his charges, because they just threw the fucking book at this dude. Bernard Bernhard Rotman, the, the original preacher, yeah, he apparently died, but his body never found. Yeah, isn't that weird? Never found his body. Yeah. Because they mm. pretty much they just tore mm. it to fucking shreds. With Von, Vald- Von Valdek's victory, events took an even more gruesome turn. Here we go. Uh, on January 22nd, the Prince Bishop gathered a crowd in front of City Hall to Yay. see Jan van Leiden, Knipperdalink, and Kretschink tortured and killed. Exec- executioners ripped the flesh from their bodies. With hot, 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 with hot, hot spice. tongs <laughs> yes. for an hour. Yep, each. Before stabbing them each with in the heart. Yeah. Their bodies were bound in iron cages and hoisted from the tower of St. Lambert's Church. Still there. That's what I got to see with those hoisted As he retook cages. control of Munster, he re-Catholicized the city. Yeah, whatever was left. And he appointed the city council members himself. And for the next 20 years, citizens were not allowed to elect their own representatives. <laughs> Yeah, it must have been the most horrifying horseshit. The that's what we call. Can you imagine being? That's what we call a reaction. Yeah, that's what we call a reaction. Oh yeah. By the way, you can't ever. Your town is mine now, and don't ask. No. Your town is mine. It's my religion. It's my. It's my friends, and you're not going to do anything for the next twenty years. Twenty years. Can you imagine? Just go to your room for the next twenty years. Yeah, basically. And can you imagine? Can you? No imagine? driving for twenty years. That's basically it. Fuck that. Think about the horrible. You're going to have to have a whole new generation. You're going to tell that new generation that they're not allowed to drive. Tell to remind them of what the fuck happened. Because imagine, Uh that shit would never leave at least my mind. Like, the starvation and the fucking weird sex shit and, like, the murders and all that shit. And somehow you live through it. Well, we got a caller. No, it's fine. No? We don't have a caller? No. It's fine. You don't want to take the caller? You can if you want. I don't want to take the call. Then don't bring well, it up. Well, if you don't want to take the call, then we will, it's only if both of us want to take the call. No. Okay, we're not taking we're not taking the call. The, bo- <laughs> the bodies of the want. leaders stayed in their cages for 50 years. Yeah. You got to put them way high up there, man. They are. They're, <laughs> they're up there, man. They're up there. <laughs> I mean, after a while, I'm prompting artists to draw pictures of ravens descending yeah. on the church tower to feast on stray bits of yeah flesh. This is why they don't have to fucking bother with Halloween and shit. They got a bunch of real gory, gross, <laughs> the real ch- shit that the church put. The down original on cages people. remained even after the tower had, was demolished and replaced in the 1880s. Like a new church, it's still old as shit. It's from 18. Then the church, then with the new church, the church repaired the cages. Yeah, told you. It's, unlike the Coliseum, these motherfuckers have up. They do this. not. They do not. Dude, talk about forgiveness and holding a grudge. <laughs> they that's have been, both. They have been holding this grudge for five years. I think that's years. a little bit of both. I think there's, there's got to be a part of the town that's like, you know what? Fuck yeah, dude. These dudes were the When shit. British bombs hit the church in 44, they, after the church was rebuilt, they repaired and replaced the cages. There you go. 
Told you they were there when I went there. Commenting on their sturdy construction. Yeah. Man. <laughs> you know what? You know what's also constru- uh, <laughs> really well constructed is. Uh, oh, and in 1987, as a small act of reconciliation, but the church installed a oh. small yellow bulb in each cage to burn from dusk till dawn in memory of their departed souls. Those are there. Yes. So. I saw the bulb Dude, that's 500 years of just straight up, like, holding a damn grudge. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, the church is demolished. That's a the warning stand. I told you. The, I told the, you. The, the, the what did I tell you before? I said, when we started this whole goddamn story, I told you, this is, like, a lot of years to be, like, a warning. Don't fuck with us, right? Don't fuck like, with the Catholic yes. Church. Like, yeah, I guess. But, but it is in mean? Northwest Germany, which is, like, this is a very thoroughly Protestant city. Not even, yeah. Yes, yeah. Do not. Yeah, Mister is a Protestant with. city. It means like back in fucking. You're riding up on your horse. You look up at that thing. You're like, well, what the fuck's this all about? And they got a great story to tell you. You know what they probably <laughs> did. You know what they. But you know what it is. They probably say them them Catholics. They got a great. The Anabaptists. Yeah, they got a great fucking story to tell you. <laughs> What's up with those cages? <laughs> what is up with those cages? There you go. You know what's really well constructed? Speaking of old shit that's well constructed, are the um, uh, what do you call them? Uh, Roman um, like aqua stuff, like any kind of concrete that they do with um, that has to mix with water. Like they've gotten harder and stronger over the years because of the uh, materials they used, like back then. Kind of interesting. Hmm. Something about like how it heats it, like the waves, like the something about how. Say that again. Like, okay, look up, like, Roman, like, aquifers or some shit like that. Or, aqueducts? Or, do, or do, aqueducts. Or just... What do, about them? The, the, anything that has to, like, connect with, like, the sea itself. Like, anything with, like, you know, salt-based water shit. Like, the concrete, the mixture that they use, which I have somewhere in my notes, is... Uh, it was made out of just, like, four particular things. Like, some particular lime and some particular, like, charcoal ash and, and the... Uh, you know, basic dirt and sand and whatever to uh, make concrete. However they had made it back then, it's way better than how we do now, where the water makes it stronger Oh, oh over Roman time, concrete. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. That's why, you, to, that's why the Roman roads were so... Yeah, yeah, that's why the Roman roads are still around. Yeah, but they, they, you know, they've, like, finally, like, chemically or whatever broke it down and be like, oh, well, this is... This is what this did this, like, chemically. You know what I mean? Like, what mm-hmm. the chemical reaction in the fucking concrete is doing. I just thought it was neat, you know, talking about old shit that's still standing. There was like a, I don't know, somewhere in the news a couple months ago. The Via Munita. Via Munita. Via Munita, the uh, Roman roads. Yeah, I'm not talking about the roads, though. I'm talking, I'm I'm specifically talking about those, the, uh, like, docks, Roman docks. Because they may have made them out of something different. Because you might not have need, needed like all the shit to make the roads that you needed to make the docks. Roman concrete. Yeah. Or opus... Day. Opus cementicium. <laughs> opus cementicium. Cementicium. Uh, Didn't say anything about how strength... It was based on a hydraulic setting cement. Um, differs materially from modern concrete, which is based on Portland cement. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know construction materials. Eh, well, 
I do know that it actually does. I'll look it up somewhere, but I just know that it actually gets more strong. Roman the concrete more it comes into contact with water, uh, and like I said, it's not just specifically concrete; it's Roman docks and shit. The strength and longevity of Roman marine concrete. There you go. Is understood to benefit from a reaction of seawater with a mixture of volcanic ash and quicklime to create a rare crystal called. Toberberite. I said fucking ash and lime. Not bad. Not bad. Ash and lime, which may resist fracturing. Yeah. As seawater percolated within the tiny cracks, it reacted with philipsite, naturally found in the volcanic rock to create aluminous toberberite crystals. The, the result is a candidate for, quote, the most durable building material in human history. Pretty cool, unquote. huh? Ah. Pretty, pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. There you go, Romans. Did you want to take a short break? Or? Yeah. I was getting ready to smoke this cigarette. I think it's perfect. Blah, 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 blah. Goddamn music. All right. So why do, why do we make more freaking Roman concrete? Because we're cheap. Day. 
back. Mutinyradio.fm. G Money Wustein back in the house. So I was actually before before I came in, I was thinking about talking about Paul Manafort. Oh yeah, okay. Because I was thinking because he's been charged with conspiracy to commit treason, something like that. And I was thinking to myself, when's the last time anybody's been charged with treason? Oh, wasn't it? Is it Nixon? Was it Nixon? I thought it was like Julius Ethel Rosenberg. Or maybe not Nixon. Was it Julius Ethel Rosenberg? Oh no, I think I think. Well, maybe a couple of the Watergate conspirators, I think, maybe. But I don't know, to be perfectly honest. I wouldn't even feign to guess. Seems like an awfully high fucking crime for what he did, as far as what I as far as what I could understand of what he did. It seems like more of like a filing mistake. But if you want to call it treason, that's a fair. filing mistake. Something like that. Uh, treason laws in the United States. This is Wikipedia. Do-do-do-do-do. Oh. Hey, by the way, when people shit all over Wikipedia, it's mm-hmm. not as bad as it, like people fucking make it out to oh, be. Oh no, it's a peer-reviewed re- peer like uh, peer encyclopedia. Yeah, it's like when people shit on Reddit or some shit. They're like, what the fuck? Treason against the United States shall consist only in loving war against them, yeah, or in adhering know. to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. I think that's what he's what he's getting. No person shall be convicted of treason unless in the testimony of two witnesses into the same overt act or on confession in open court. <laughs> that was Arnold. that used to be the thing because. Um, Back in the day, well, it's for conspiracy as well. You needed more than one witness. You need more than one person to 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 rat on you. You need two people. That I guess. Okay. Well, okay. I, I, otherwise, I otherwise you. people would be like calling people each other out for conspiracy all the time. Yeah, but I mean, like Benedict Arnold's kind of you know right, isn't that? Yeah, but I think more than one person saw him do it. Oh, okay. Well, what about like uh, a squeaky from? Who? Shadow Ford. You know, what about Hinckley? Right? Uh, I mean, I'm sure people, more than one person saw oh, them do whoa, it, right? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know if that's actually... I don't know if that's treason. Like, to shoot the goddamn president? I don't know if that's... Because that's not committing war against the United States. I think that is. I think that's almost like a fucking definition of it. <clears throat> Let me see. Sure. Let me see. Because um, since he is like quote unquote the embodiment of the fucking people of the United States, sort of. Julius Rosenberg, Benedict Arnold. Hey, got one of them. Uh, got um, the Aaron Burr. Oh, Aaron Burr, of course. That makes sense. Uh, 1949, Eva Toguri Dakino uh, was convicted of treason for wartime radio broadcast under the name of Tokyo Rose. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. In 1952, Tomoya Kawakita. Uh, Japanese American citizen was convicted of treason, sentenced to death for having worked as an interpreter at a POW camp and having mistreated American prisoners. That sounds kind of like horseshit, but we'll see. <laughs> I'm sure she was really shitty. Never mind. <laughs> uh, the Cold War saw frequent talk linking you know, hey, you treason. You know, she had to be really shitty, right? Who? Who? The, the the Japanese interpreter lady. Oh, it was a guy. To get called out on, it was like... A guy. In the interpretation, in the fucking internment camp years, you have to be awfully shitty to be fucking put down for war crimes for that shit. Charged with treason for having mistreated American POWs during World War Two. He mistreated Mer- so he was he was a Japanese American citizen. So the idea was that he saw he thought that he could not be tried for treason because he had not had American citizenship at the time. But the Supreme Court overruled him and said, "No, you have American citizenship. You're going to be tried for treason." How do you have citizenship? Dual citizenship. Oh, well, there you go. 
fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a Supreme Court case saying that a dual dual citizenship. So what did he do? He mistreated I get American that, POWs. But what did he do? Really slap him around a little bit? Um, I'm sure they get into it. Yeah. I mean, like, where was he? How did he fucking start slapping around P.O. fucking W's? Was he, like, in the hospital? What the fuck's going on around here? I know Tokyo Rose, but this guy, or girl, I don't even know what it is. It's the nice part of being over here. I can't see the screen. <laughs> yeah, I can't even, I mean, it's difficult because I can't even, I don't, maybe it's in the case. Oh, it doesn't say, like, what he was... What he was like being held for or anything? Besides mistreating of American POWs, which could be anything. You know? Like mm, 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 mm. No, I'm I'm seeing exactly what, what he did do. Okay. I'm seeing if the case You're good at reading I'm, case I'm file. I'm seeing if, huh? the, if the Supreme Court said anything about what he did. Here comes paralegal Jeff. Bum ba ba Making sure this shit's read right. L to the nah, this is more dealing with dual citizenship. <laughs> this is how they made sure he was a citizen before they charged him. <laughs> you enrolled, you enlisted in the military in 1938, so therefore your ass is a citizen, motherfucker. Something like that. <laughs> Evidence of what the petitioner said during this period concerning the war effort as professions of loyalty believed by the jury leaves little doubt of his traitorous intent. It looks like McCarthy took a run out powder on you boys. The Japanese were a little superior to your American soldiers. You Americans don't have no chance. We will win the war. Well, you guys need to be interested in when the war will be over because you won't go back. You will stay here and work. I will go back to the States because I am an American citizen. We will kill all you prisoners right here anyway, whether you win the war or lose it. You will never get to go back to the States. I will be glad when all the Americans are dead. Then I can go home and live happy. These are some of the statements Petitioner made aligning himself with the Japanese cause. <clears throat> oh, okay. That must be part of their oath or some shit. There was also evidence that he said the prisoners would never go back to their wives and families, that Japan would win the war, and they would return to the U.S. as an important man, that Japan would win, win, would win oh. if it took 100 years, the Japanese were superior to the Americans, and if the American army had Japanese officers, they would, could whip the world, that there were more American boys who would be available to do the <laughs> work if the present prisoners were too weak to work, and on the day of the work at the camp, and the Japanese surrender commented, you American bastards would be well-fed or you'll be getting fat from now on. Gotcha. At the trial, he said he felt no loyalty to the United States during, from 1943 to 1945, and he intended to do everything he could to help Japan. He also testified that the first loyalty he felt to the United States following the entry of his name in the Kozeki was when he applied for registration in December 1945. And once more, he took the oath of allegiance. Yet we have already seen that in connection with the application, he conceded his dual citizenship and the continuance of his American citizenship citizenship during his entire stay in Japan. So it talks about really, did he deserve, did the U.S. have jurisdiction to uh, try him and convict him for treason based on his citizenship? But, okay, here's my fucking question real quick. Yes. So he enlists in 45 after the war. Am I getting, am I getting that right? Or what was the ship between 43 and 45? So he was an interpreter at an American POW camp working for the Japanese 
Okay. Oh, okay. So he was like basically like a, a deputized Literally civilian. on the other side. He was yeah. on the other side, yes. Yeah, but they like deputize his ass to like, you know, basically, get in here yeah, yeah, and yeah. fucking yeah, yeah. interpret for us type shit. Okay. Yeah, and the idea was, I don't know. That's kind of horse America, shit. You don't have Amazon Prime, but if anybody has Amazon Prime, you should watch The Man in the High Castle. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, I've read the book. You've read the book. But yes. yeah, it talks about, you know, what happens if <laughs> Japan had won the war, Japan and Germany won the war. Yeah, then this and guy's high on that. That shit. He would have been like, this is what Kawakita, he would have been like, yeah, I'm high up because, yeah. you know, we are the Pacific States of America. Just like the, uh, the Anabaptists, the, the the problem is if you're just kind of trapped but he in your own this world. This guy did not take sixteen wives. If you're if you're trapped in your own world, man, sometimes 16? that outside view sixteen. Sometimes that outside view is just a little too far for you to see, man. How do you have time to like run the city? This is how you have sixteen hundred people trapped in a fucking building for eight months. You have sixteen wives. How like do you have time to enact laws? Oh god, you're too busy enacting other things my man was like when we come out of this dog i'm gonna be such hot shit all you guys can go fuck yourself that's literally what happened <laughs> and man. you know what they said <laughs> you're an american citizen you're now, american boy. man <laughs> hey you said you're you said you're an american citizen man he said it he said it himself he said it himself he's an american citizen yeah. Yeah. yeah oh man don't talk to the police or the fbi <laughs> Spoken like a good, spoken like, like a black a true, man, like a good citizen. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Holy shit! That was the <laughs> boy. Oh boy, that was a spite treason for real. Like motherfucker. Yeah, he didn't. That didn't sound that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That was he talked that shit. They just dropped a hammer on him. That's what that shit was. That's good. I like that. <laughs> That's when we were still fun. <laughs> well, I know we've never been really That's fun. when that's when we really took care of business. Yeah, just yeah. A couple years later we'd have that same fucking Douglas MacArthur trying to fucking use A bombs as strategic weapons in Korea. <laughs> No, it's a fucking strategic fucking... We can shoot these down with precision. Okay, guy. <laughs> we'll we'll oh, do you one better and wipe out like 20% people of the population. We got people convicted of treason bombs. against the United States. Here we go. Uh, Philip Weigel and John Mitchell convicted of treason and sentenced to hanging. They were pardoned by George Washington. Whiskey oh. Rebellion. John Fry's, leader of Fry's Rebellion. Taxes, Convicted of, of treason in 1800. Yep. Pardoned by John Adams. Um, Governor Thomas Dore, 1844, convicted of treason against the state of Rhode Island. That sounds right. Fucking Rhode Island. John Brown. Oh, of course. Convicted of treason against the Commonwealth of Virginia in 1859. They, they were fucking handing out treason certificates like the fucking Dickens back in the <laughs> Aaron day. Dwight Stevens took part of, in John Brown's raid, executed oh, yeah. in 1860. Yeah, you gotta go too, buddy. Uh, William Bruce Mumford, convicted of treason and hanged in 1862 for tearing down a United States flag during the Civil War. That'll do it. Mm. Walter Allen, convicted of treason, September 16, 1922, taking part in the 1921 Miners' March with the coal companies and the U.S. Army in West Virginia, sentenced to 10 years and fined uh, 
Okay, wow, interesting. It's a crazy story, but we do not have the time to get into that whole fucking... Ooh, interesting. You know about the miners, Mark. Yeah, it's oh. fucked up. Martin James Monty, U.S. Army Air Forces pilot, convicted of treason for defecting to the Luftwaffe. Oh, yeah. That's your pre-Nazi Nazis, the Luftwaffe. He was paroled in 1960. Hey! Ro- hey! <laughs> I wonder what he did for the rest of his days. Well, what he was doing for those 15 years, man. <laughs> Robert Henry Best, convicted of treason, 8- April 16, 1948. Uh, Eva Togori Dakino, Tokyo Rose, convicted in 1949. Subsequently pardoned by Jerry Ford. <clears throat> hey, there you go. Mildred, go, Michigan. Mildred Gillers, also known as Axis Sally. Hey, there you go. Convicted of treason, March 8, 1949. Served 12 years. You know, they don't do too much fucking time for treason. But Tomoya Kawakita, away for a lot nine, sentenced to death in 1952, eventually released by JFK and deported to Japan. He was deported. Gotta go. So the last <laughs> time, 1952 was the last time anybody's been convicted, been sentenced, convicted for it treason. It was that guy. It was the spite guy. The spite guy. That's yeah. horse shit. So the last, the last, all, you, last all you Americans one? are good. Uh, here's the thing: wait, wait. I'm a Chinese guy, and if I go try to do a Japanese accent, it's just going to be terrible. Yeah, it's going to be doubly discriminatory. <laughs> doubly discriminatory. I thought it was the other way. Oh, around. oh I, I hear the thing with the Dodgers. The Dodgers at yeah, U Darvish. There was a Cuban player uh, who called, basically went like all squinty eye like this, oh, and called shit. U Darvish Chinito. Oof! Oh my God! You call a Japanese guy a Chinese China man? Yeah, yeah, dude. Dude, they don't they don't mess. Yeah, we are, we are not. They are not. They, we, we are not. That's when it's true. I'm not, Yakuza he, fucking shows up. <laughs> so here's the thing: when I used to work, I used to work, I used to work at cafeteria, and all like my Hispanic Hispanic. Uh, oh workers, no! They no called chino. me. They called me Chino and Chinito. Oh, Chinito or Chino? They call I, me Chino. I know Chino. Yeah. They call me Chino. Chino. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's I understand because that's Chinese. Fucking, I'm Chinese. But to call a Japanese guy Chinito, I guess it was not bad, not a good thing. There's a fucking like web company right now called Indochino. It's like they sell clothes. I don't. Oh, I heard about that. That's also, there's a thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember like something was a thing. Like Indo Negro. My what the my fuck? my grandmother. <laughs> I remember when when one of my cousins came came uh, to like Christmas dinner, like bring like with her half Japanese fiance. Oh shit! Oh shit! No, he's a really super nice guy, great guy. But the my, rape my grandmother, my, gra- right my grandmother was just like, but he's not like Japanese Japanese. He's like from Hawaiian Japanese. Oh, that shit don't count. He's like I know, Samoan. Exactly. Yeah, no, he's like he's he basically <laughs> wears he wears Hawaiian shirts every day. Oh my! So, but here's the thing, like even but because he was half Japanese, like my great grandmother, band. my grandmother was like for for a while was not having it, just not I having bet. it, just like. No, no, you're not. You're not bringing that Japanese person Ooh. into this room. No, no. but Ooh. for a while. But eventually, she came around. But yeah, you could just tell. How'd she yeah. come around? I don't know. I don't know. But the rape of Nan King. If anybody knows about that, that is that's dark. <laughs> we. I think we've talked. You know. There's a like we, we can, can go get into further. The, yeah, but we could also get into the minors. That's dark too. Man, we were talking about this. Min, the the the, pe, the Minster Rebellion. It's fall. And three cages. It's fall. This, this is what we're is talking like about. Other shit. This is what know? we're talking about in November. When I start, like, you know what? Every goddamn winter, I start to get just a little fatter. I don't know what it is about me, but you, you need that's to- my Michigan shit. I just get fat in the winter. I lose my weight in the summer. It's weird. You got some Michigan fat? Yeah. <laughs> it's not baby fat. It's mishy fat. Mishy fat? <laughs> 
That's certainly something I could order right at that little Japanese joint around the corner. <laughs> ah, Michi fat. Michi Doesn't that sound like something? Michi gras. What is that? Wait, wait. Is foie that a gras? Thing? What is it? Foie gras? Is oh, the... Michi Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried foie gras before? I think so, yeah. That is delicious. I'm... It is delicious. I kid you not. I kid you not. If you try yeah. really good foie gras, it yeah. is delicious. I'm not surprised. It's like... It's like do it if you guys have ever tried filet mignon, and get yeah. that and like even even softer and tender. It's yeah, just sure. like what the hell is this? You kind of like that's not even liver, man. That yeah, cannot I was be gonna liver. say it's like the one time people eat, can eat liver that they really fucking dig it. That's probably why it's still so big. Well, not just that, but because it's, it's overstuffed. Badum ching. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's fatty liver, but man. But yeah. liver, you know, the, there's only two places you can you have, get. You, okay. People go when get, this is done well, like something like this, when that 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 like it, it's ridiculously good. It's gotcha. Just, it's just, I mean, let me yeah. tell you something cool about livers, man. The liver. What about livers? And the sun are the only two places people normally get their B12 from. Like when people get those livers fucking, and the sun. Yeah, like when people get like B3 shots and all that shit, you can get it by <laughs> eating liver, or. 30 minutes to an hour a day in the sun. So, I don't have to go out. I just need to eat liver. You could if you had if you if that was your other option. Yeah. Yeah, if you were hiding in a cave or like let's say uh what is a nuclear winter shows up, you could just live off foie gras if you, just to get your B12 or B3 in you. I'm looking at uh, See, there was a most place, foie gras. I even now. thought about that is there's a place that just opened up down the street from me that gives fucking they have a happy hour for like b12 or b3 shots whatever the energy one is mm. they're like 25 bucks a shot isn't that the weirdest shit <laughs> like, what just is go out, just go out into the fucking sun or have a goddamn piece of liver oh but you know i don't know why well, expand your diet when you can just have a 25 dollars shot of your vitamins ass. yeah i know what vitamins are yeah uh, or you just just th- think something, say I'm something. I'm just adding, just adding something completely <laughs> random. This is just first thing that comes vitamins, into my brain. I'll just say it. Vitamins, gummies. <laughs> Keep talking. Oh my! You know what I did? Appetizers, appetizers, Ab- appetizers, hors d'oeuvres, hors d'oeuvres. I thought you were gonna plug that girl one more time. Ah, Ray of Sunshine. There you go, Ray of Sunshine. Yeah, I double got. underscore. <laughs> YouTube is Race and Shine TV. <laughs> she recently just finished this two two day two night thing over in Pennsylvania in Tri State like area. Fucking MutinyRadio.com.fm. No, she told me it. she didn't even listen to this. What? A, yeah, that's your <laughs> friend. Anyway, still funny. I, I plugged her, and it was like, "Hey, don't worry about it. It's nothing special." Well, why would you listen to us anyway? Oh, because we're fun. Oh yeah, we're we're very fun. <laughs> I'm not like this when I'm around her. Like, I'm not fun at all. <laughs> I tell her that. I'm not fun at all. I'm not funny. Just negging. Just straight out the door. That's the only thing I've ever... I only think... Well, she I doesn't... Know she... she well, she'll, like, laugh at, like, 80% of my jokes. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. She's an easy laugher? 70%. Or is she a good laugher? 70%. Boy, your percentages keep coming down. It's been coming down over the last year and a half. Yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah. You gotta up your fucking giggle game. <laughs> I'm not physically with her. I could do that better. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, she just one look and she just starts laughing. 
ladies and gentlemen. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Be here all week. <laughs> man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm gonna do like you now. <laughs> First thing, say thing. <laughs> Pate. Parte. Pate. Parte. Pate. Parte. Parquet. <laughs> Parkour. <laughs> so we're going to be doing this for the last five minutes. We're just going to be like random. You, want. you wanted to talk over the end of Escape. You walked in here like, man, fuck this show. Dude, it's our show. You're <laughs> yeah. like, no, we're going to listen like, to the end of this story, goddammit. Yes, because like it would be so shitty to listen to 22 minutes of 27 minutes. Yeah, and then be like, and you could go to Internet Archive. You, shit. too, as well, could go to Internet Archive and look that yeah, up and finish the last five minutes. You know minutes. what? People are lazy. <laughs> and they'll never do yeah, it. Yeah, buddy. Like yeah. I don't want I, I don't want to talk. It's, it's not my I don't want to talk for 6 minutes. I just want to listen to the rest of this damn story. It's not my job to fucking to, to dictate how people do listen and not listen to their things. It's our freaking radio show. Yeah, I know. And I wanted to hear the end of it cuz I would I would I would just shut it off. I would be, go fuck yourselves and just shut it off. Unsubscribe and go run for the fucking hill. Run you are drastic, man. You are drastic. That's a bit. That's yeah. a bit drastic there. I'd fucking lose it, man. Fuck off. You'd be like, oh, you'd be. You'd I've been be, listening you'd be to one the Suicide guys. Squad for twenty two. No, 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 you'd be like one of those guys who, after you see an I'm NFL player kneel, you'd be like, I'm gonna stop watching football for the rest of my life. Hey, go! I didn't see the Super Bowl. <laughs> This, I saw them kneeling. They're not. They're not dignifying the flag. I'm gonna stop watching football Bowl, ever. I know what football's all about. You know what I hate more than that. It's drastic, there, buddy. Co- I hate comedians who act like they don't know or who don't know sports and fucking play it up. That's maybe the worst horseshit ever. Can they, you name? Can you give me an example? Oh, there's too many to name. Any any comedian out of the UCB who's not like Matt, fucking Matt Besser, basically, they'll be like, "Oh, you mean like um, foot sports?" <laughs> like, oh, just because you're completely ignorant to like a quarter of the fucking population doesn't make you special, neat, or cool. You know, it's like, go oh, fuck yourself, guy. It's tiring. Why does he have such like a nasally voice? Because that's. Okay, guy. Go, go listen, go listen to a like, circle sample. Why do I have a sinus problem? He just got a Michigan nasal voice. Why do I have a, like, why is it like I always feel as if, like, my entire nose is just I, all, I like, don't know. Up? Why got... is it all nerds supposedly have sinus problems like I this? I don't know. This is just why? where I'm from. It's not as if our glasses somehow, like, put pressure down about our noses and no, we're, like, supposed to have just, like this. It's just when you come from Michigan, you end up with a Hey, guy. Like Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, man. Hey, man. Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, man. We got the RPGs. Let's do this. This guy. We got Warcraft, everybody. We got the world of. We got the continent of. We got the state of. We got the city of. (laughs) World of. We we got got world of. of, World of Warcraft. We got block of Warcraft. Nigga, we got. (laughs) I think I think this voice is because I wanted to copy every like you know like character voice in every video game because they all sound like this. They do kind of sound like that. It's like you know, sound like be alike. (laughs) <laughs> this is sound. This is very. This is like what eight bit, eight bit sound or something. No, eight bit sound was much richer than that shit. In really? fact, yeah, yeah. Why don't we go to YouTube? I don't think Legend oh, of Zelda Jesus. was like you're gonna make, me, you're gonna make me do it. Okay, we're doing, we're, dude. Like Just we got like up. two minutes left. Or yeah, something. go to YouTube. You go to YouTube. All right, I'll go to fucking YouTube. 
YouTube. Get up. Pate. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Me neither. Pate. You're a pate. You're a fucking pate. <laughs> I mean, we just ended this thing talking about foie gras. Nope. There's no way. No. No. We're going to end it with... You have a better mic. This mic is way better than the yeah, one Yeah, I know, there. dude, isn't it? It's the shit. And that one's supposed to be the central, like the main mic. I don't understand. I don't know. It's not my fucking business, man. I just like sitting in that chair better. This chair? The one I'm on right now? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. That the the one that like you, most people fucking sit on um, hurts my back. I don't like sitting up straight. If I can help it. You do not like. You don't like sitting up straight. If I can help it. I really don't. All right. Two minutes. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, 
my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. If you're looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorneyfjs.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shaheda in San Francisco. awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. 
Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Story Time Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a Howdy, mutineers. It is I, Stolowitz, Dark Lord of the Sith, and several dive bars in San Jose. Every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, join me in my quest to escape from the occult oubliette, a world of violence, intrigue, sexuality, mysticism, magic, and leftover spaghetti. Enjoy my insane rants about leftist causes, Midwestern witchcraft, the ascendancy of Skynet, and why neo-paganism is vastly overrated. I've got guests, music, comedy, and old Alan Watts lectures from the 70s. How can you resist? You can't. I put a spell on you. Ah! MutinyRadio.fm is an official shrine of the miraculous garlic of Mount Cavalry. We are not associated with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, except on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Hope to see you there. Or hear you, I should say. Hey, Zach Wiseman, you're a good comedian. You know how I got good? How good? How did you get so great at comedy? I got great at comedy. Yeah, every Friday from 6 to 8 with new host Trina Roderick. It's where um, people go and sometimes they smell bad and sometimes they don't smell bad. Mutiny Radio made me great. (laughs) Mutiny Radio made me better than you. And that you can be better than everyone else, too.